Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. We're going to be talking today about Blue Christmas. And we have with us today... The Reverend Dr. Judith Lee, Interim Rector of Calvary Episcopal Church in Williamsville, New York, and Joan Jennings Scalfani, a member of the Calvary Episcopal Group and member of the Good Grief Support Group. And uh, Reverend Dr. Lee is an Episcopal priest, Interim Rector at Calvary Church, ordained in 2004 with a previous background in education in literature. So let's uh, first uh, learn about what this Blue Christmas is all about at Calvary Church, and that is, I believe, at 4 p.m. today as this program airs from 6.30 to 7 on the 17th of December. The Blue Christmas service is a service that is includes hymns and readings and prayers that address particularly the experience of loss, whether it's a loss of a job, loss of health, loss of someone through death, loss of a relationship. And the purpose of it is to create a time and a space that's safe, um, a, a, a quiet place in the midst of this hectic season, and to bring people, all of us, to remember what it is that we have not lost, what it is that we have been given um, in the circumstances that no one can take a, take from us. So we try to, um, it's a place where everybody can be alone together in reclaiming that part of themselves that doesn't, hasn't found expression anywhere else but in the relationship or circumstances that have changed and to restore that. Often when a person is suffering a uh, loss, um, the joy of the holiday season is something that they almost want to turn their back on. And um, uh, we can understand that, but this is a way in which they can be part of it in a very sensitive and caring uh, place. And so we do invite the community to come out and join us uh, today at 4 p.m. And how many people do you expect for this today? Last year we had about 50 people. My guess is that this year we'll have maybe between 100 and 150 people. Very Um, good. And you do not have to be a parishioner. The public is welcome. The public is welcome. It's a Christian service, but but it doesn't presume that people that the people who are coming are Christians. It's um, really designed to be a place where everybody can find a way to be quiet and safe and affirm what's affirm the best of themselves affirm what hasn't been lost there's no kind of preaching there's no moralizing there's no attempt to explain away 
or uh, the, the feelings of sadness or the loss. There's no way we can explain some of these losses. There's no way that we can give back what someone has lost. But we can, just by being together, remember that no one can take away what was given to us in the circumstances and relationship that we no longer have. And that, that's why we're together. I think it's also important to let people know that um, they, they are not alone. There is a place for them uh, during this festive season. Um, however, uh, it's a place where they can be quiet. And as Mother Judith said, uh, they can remember the good things, uh, even though they're, they're grieving, perhaps. Uh, they can remember the good parts of the relationship or whatever it is that they're grieving. Well, do you have any success stories of people who gained and learned and felt better after a Blue Christmas service? I'm not sure about that, uh, but, but probably we can talk about some of the success stories as a result of our uh, Good Grief support group, which meets uh, uh, the last Saturday of every month at 9.30 a.m. at Calvary, um, people come from all over. They're not just Episcopalians who come to the Good Grief uh, support group, and it's a place where they can feel comfortable in their grief. Uh, they can come and not even say their name. I mean, we don't press anyone to, to be a part of uh, a conversation or what have you. And uh, I think and we've got about 20 people who come, um, and uh, I would say they're all success stories. They've all gone through um, tough losses and what have you, and they seem to uh, come back because of the support they feel and the love they feel with, within this group. Despair is one of the uh, toughest situations to go through. I, I watch those and different sermons from Father Leo Clifford, and he was a good friend of mine, and he has those on EWTN. He passed uh, about 10 years ago, but he often talks about the difficulty of despair. How do your uh, good grief support efforts help those who feel a sense of despair? I think a lot of despair comes from kind of looking ahead of you and, and seeing absolutely no path <laughs> and seeing, um, you know, that you're just, it's all darkness ahead and that you have no tools with which to um, find your way. And the only antidote to despair is somebody used a good line for me, which was to say, you can't go around it, you have to go through it. And the only, the only way, I think, through despair is to not be alone, to allow someone else to be there and to um, be with people who aren't trying to talk you out of wherever you are. Uh, if, if there's the opportunity to have time and space with someone who's willing to just be with you wherever you are, um, then... And then you will get through it. Um, it. It's really just seeing other people who've been through it 
and are willing to go back into it to be with somebody. It's um, the reminder that there really is a path out there that each of us will find eventually if we can just allow someone else to be with us. And in the worst despair, we don't allow that. And so part of what happens with the Blue Christmas service and with the Good Grief group is that people, the people who come to that are people who know how to be there without being intrusive and without being trying to describe the landscape or to diminish the uh, distinctiveness of where someone is. Um, so very often people will come to the Good Grief Group or I would encourage them to come to the Good Grief Group or to come to the service just because their presence is a gift to the people who are there. Um, and and there's no pretense to offer an explanation or even a map, but to offer companionship with the deep conviction that the, that a path will emerge. I think to follow up uh, on what Mother Judith said, um, a perfect example of how someone has conquered that despair is the woman, Chicky Holt, a member of Calvary Church, uh, who, uh, with other members, started the Good Grief Group um, after a terrible thing that happened in her life. She and her husband were visiting uh, a son in California, and uh, when they arrived home, they received a phone call letting them know that he had been killed in an automobile accident in a fog and, uh, when his automobile left the road. Um, they immediately had returned to California uh, for the funeral, and um, the night after the funeral was held, um, Chickie's husband, Bill, mm -hmm. uh, died in his sleep. And she returned after that, I would certainly say, in despair and not wanting to go on with her life. Uh, however, because of other members of her family, she knew she had to go on, and she tried. She went to various groups that she felt might be helpful, and uh, she didn't find help. She didn't find what she was looking for. And then she returned to Calvary Church and talked to a group of people who had faced the same type of thing, and they decided with the rector's blessing that they would start a group of their own. And that is the way in which she brought herself back um, from despair and has been helping other people. So I think that what Mother Judith said about going through it, you really have to go through whatever it is that you're facing. And when you come out the other side, you know that you, you're able to be of more help and give more love to other people in need. For those who just tuned into the Rusk Report, we're talking about the Blue Christmas Service at the Calvary Church. That's at 20 Milton Street in Williamsville later today at 4 p.m., the public is welcome. Non-parishioners of the Calvary Church in Williamsville are welcome. Our guests today are the Reverend Dr. Mother Lee, Judith Lee, Interim Rector of the Calvary Episcopal Church in Williamsville, New York, and Joan Jennings Scalfani, member of the Calvary Episcopal Church and member of the Good Grief Support Group. So we encourage all of our listeners on ESPN AM 1520 
to attend and get involved with this service, the Blue Christmas service at Calvary. Uh, a note, and we encourage all of our listeners to become involved with the Ampo Legal newspaper. The Western New York community loves their traditions, and the Ampo Legal newspaper has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampo Legal newspaper. The Ampo Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. And Roger Puchalski, the editor, does a wonderful job with Rini Harzewski, a former publisher of the Ampo Legal newspaper. Again, a little bit more information about this uh, Blue Christmas program. This is December 17th, today at 4 p.m., and Blue Christmas Holy Eucharist. And not everyone enjoys joy at the Christmas holidays. In this season of joy and love, many struggle with darkness and grief, dealing with the death of loved ones, facing life after divorce or separation, coping with job loss, living with cancer or diseases, that place a question mark over the future, and numerous other human conditions can make parties and the joy of others painful for those living through dark times. Again, it's 4 p.m. today at the Calvary Episcopal Church, 20 Milton Street in Williamsville, New York. Uh, we talked about despair. Let's talk about how your efforts with this Blue Christmas service help those who feel a deep degree of loneliness. Well, I'd say that it gives uh, people um, an idea of the, the the fact that they're not alone. We're we're there for people who uh, certainly are suffering loss and and need the, the and need people to be with them. What well, what would you say about that, Mother? I think so. I think that you know we as lo- the one thing that I I I trust can never really be taken care of taken away from us is that I think that at our core we are people who exist in relationship we um, and no matter how lonely we are there is that kind of ground um, essence of ourselves and I think that my hope is that if somebody I mean and we all go through times like this but even in the depths of our loneliness no matter how alone we feel if other people's presence can remind us that mm-hmm. this is not the case, then. And the uh, and the other thing, Brian, I'd I'd just like to invite the uh, the listeners uh, to attend the uh, Good Grief session uh, this morning at nine thirty. It's on the same day as at the, the same location at, at Twenty same, Milton Street. At Twenty Milton Street, Calvary Episcopal Church, uh, located at the corner of Milton and Cayuga, one block off of uh, Main Street, right in the center of the village of Williamsville. That's Williamsville, New York. That's Williamsville, <laughs> New York. Okay, yes, because is. we cover 17 states. Oh, so I realize I, that. I guess somebody could, uh, we air 6.30 to 7, I guess somebody could drive in and be there for 4 p.m. from other states and from uh, Canada. And you, again, you say all these people are welcome. Absolutely. 
I'd like to thank those who've called regarding our recent guest, uh, Mo Nalon, with the program regarding the commissioning of a ship in Buffalo, Sandy Beckman and Ron Endel involved with the E.M. Cotter Fireboat, and we have coming up Jordan Mulligan with a program on tourism in Muskoka, Ontario, and Bob King, the founder of Human Scale, which is a big international business throughout the globe. So please stay tuned. Let's talk a little bit uh, more about how this came into being, this Good Grief uh, support group. How did this all come about? Well, I I would just uh, remind you that uh, the uh, Jicky Holt, a member of our church, uh, uh, suffered a great loss um, about seven or eight years ago when she lost her uh, son and her husband. And that's, uh, she certainly was uh, the person behind this, along with some other people, members of Calvary Church. Uh, but also the fact that it has grown beyond that small start with just a few people. As I say, we have about 20 people who show up uh, uh, the last Saturday of every month at 9.30, and it usually runs for about an hour and a half. And generally, there's a book involved. I, I don't know the name of the book right now that they're reading, but uh, they read a little bit, a portion of the book, and then discuss it. And uh, if someone has something that they want to talk about, something they need to share, the book is put aside and, and the topic uh, is discussed. How would you like to describe it, Mother Judith? I think that's exactly the case. I think that, again, people sometimes think that they they should quote, go to a a group because they, quote, need help. And I think we forget that just our very presence is a help to somebody else. And our being in a room can let someone else walk in and realize, oh, I'm not, I don't have to explain anything. Nobody's going to tell me how I'm supposed to feel or that God willed this or any of those kinds of things, um, the absolutely wrong things that we say. I think that um, there's real uh, real growth in um, being reminded just by the presence of someone else and just by the music and prayers of the Blue Christmas service that there is a part of ourselves that no one can take away from us. I, s- I also think, uh, Brian, that people who have uh, come to good grief on a regular basis uh, have found friendship friendships. Uh, people have gotten together uh, beyond that t- once a month meeting and, uh, and and they understand one another. Nobody can say, well, I know exactly how you feel because it's different for everyone, I'm sure. Um, but at least they, they kind of understand and can empathize. So friendships have been created and, and, and that's but a good thing. For those who've just tuned in, our guests today are the Reverend Dr. Judith Lee, Interim Rector of Calvary Episcopal Church at 20 Milton Street in Williamsville, New York, and Joan Jennings Scalfani, member of the Calvary Episcopal Church Good Grief Support Group. If you're listening in Cheektowaga or Toronto or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet letters from our Canadian and European listeners also. 
Let's uh, uh, talk a little bit uh, about with the holidays, how it's tougher for people getting over a divorce or separation or job loss. Why is it a little tougher over the holidays? I think that one of the difficult things is that we have a cultural expectation that everybody's going to get past and get over whatever it is that's holding them back. There is this expectation that if we can just get together and have some fun, um, everything will be okay. Uh, the traditions work against us in this situation because the, the tradi- traditions that we have are reminders that there's certain things in our lives that will never end. And of course, any of us who've gone through a loss recently know that that's not true, <laughs> that you know our lives are changed radically um, by, by whatever loss that we're experiencing. And so I think even the traditions that help us find continuity and um, coherence in our lives at this time of year remind us that, in fact, we, our lives are changed. And the message of the traditions is not one that, that we find comforting necessarily. I mean, sometimes we do, but I think that um, sometimes we just need a different place to be or to do something different than what we're used to doing because our lives will never be the same. They'll just be a different kind of future that we haven't imagined yet. The other thing that I think uh, we should mention is that um, after this service, which is I don't want to say it's solemn. I would rather say it's sensitive and, and beautifully done. And uh, I attended last year. It was the first one we had. And I was just, I, I, I was so moved by the beauty of it. Uh, the fact is that it's it's a brief service. It's about 45 minutes, isn't it, Mother? And um, then afterwards, there's a reception. Now, we realize that people who are suffering loss are not, ready to celebrate or have, you know, chit-chat with, small talk with, with people, but we welcome them to come just just to be part of this, uh, this reception uh, that follows the service and perhaps talk to some of the members of the, the Good Grief group. So we would welcome them to stay for, for the reception as well. Again, it is today, December 17th at 4 p.m. at the Calvary Episcopal Church, Blue Christmas Service, and that's at 20 Milton Street in Williamsville, New York, uh, just east of Buffalo, about seven miles, and um, the public is welcome at no charge, and non-parishioners are welcome also. Now, you're going to have a meditative service of prayers, readings, and music. Let's talk a little bit more about that. The service is a, it's a traditional Christian service of Holy Communion. Um, we, because that is symbolically the way, the feast, the way that we gather together. The readings are from the Hebrew and Christian scripture that focus on the f- faithfulness of God and the reminders that even um, in times of darkness, there is some light to be seen. The prayers are prayers of thanksgiving, 
and their prayers of um, asking for guidance through new terrain. And then we have some readings also, a couple of readings that are poems or reflections on um, how to live authentically when we don't quite know who we are anymore. Did you want to add something to that? I don't think uh, there's a thing that I could add. Um, it's just, uh, I guess the only thing I can really add is that it's a beautiful service. And whether you're suffering a loss or, or whether you're just, you need a little break from, from all the uh, hustle and bustle of the season, it would be a beautiful place to come and spend a brief time uh, um, today at 4 o'clock. It's about a 45-minute service. And as I said, it's uh, a reception follows it. So we would welcome anyone and everyone to, to come and be our guests. It's written that this is reminding us that God is with us wherever we may be, a light in the darkness. Let's talk a little bit more about that. The, the premise of the service is that we, ha we, we believe at that, that God is with us no matter where we are, no matter what, it, what the circumstances of our lives, and that the promise that guides us is the promise that we will emerge from these times whole, and that the way for us to experience that is to find some times of quiet and some, some time, some space for that. Um, the service itself does not presume that everybody shares the same image of God or the same understanding of who and what God is. Um, you know, our, our premise is that God does not take someone from us or take circumstances from us. God receives someone and that God is the good that's left when everything else has been burned away. We do sing some Christmas carols. We do sing some meditative um, chants. People may be familiar with the Teze tradition. Um, and so we do sing some, some chanted prayers, and we do sing carols, but they're carols of the season that are more quiet than celebratory. Yes. <laughs> well, and I think that, that Jones note that, that one of the purposes of the service is to provide a quiet space during a hectic time. Another thing that you stress here is that you try to remember with this Blue Christmas service at the Calvary Church in Williamsville, New York at 4 p.m., that you try to remember times of joy, and you pray with and for people everywhere who long for a future sustained by hope and grace. I think that we need to remember that there is a part of us that that we can never that cannot be taken away from us and part of the purpose of having a, a religious service is to have hope that people will experience that part of themselves that has not been damaged that has not been lost i'm sorry we have to come to a close on the rusk report on espn am 1520 special thanks to the reverend doctor Mother Judith Lee, Interim Rector of Calvary Episcopal Church in Williamsville, and to Joan Jennings Scalfani, member of the Calvary Episcopal Church Good Grief Support Group. Again, it's today, 4 p.m., Blue 
Christmas service at the Calvary Church at 20 Milton Street in Williamsville. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the past 15 years, and Merry Christmas to all. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.